0: Now We're recording. Recording. We might have been. Well, I hope not, because <laughs> I literally just grabbed my phone and went to Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. Technical difficulties, I suppose. I, I'm, one way I or another, we'll,
1: we'll figure it out.
0: standing fans of the show, if we have any at this point, which, man, I'd be amazed if we had any. Uh, they will yeah. understand technical difficulties. They've been with us since the start, and we've had them since the start.
1: Loyal listeners, those loyal listeners can now uh, subscribe to us on. uh, I put a link up on Facebook and Instagram so they can support us so we don't have technical difficulties in the future. So if you feel obligated to give he, Aloha, Dan, or myself money for no reason, now is as good a time as any. The holidays are coming. Uh, Obviously, the technical difficulties have not stopped coming. So, you know, if you feel like you have a deep pocket and a lot of money in it, Throw it our
0: way. We're not going to beg. You, but. If you enjoy listening to us and would like to see us in higher quality and or less glitchy, give us some money. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to beg down, for it. In those, in those pockets,
1: if it's more than a one on that bill that you have folded up in there, we'll accept it.
0: I mean, we'll accept the one if it has zeros after it. Ooh. Let's if you won that lottery down in Southern California, the one point eight billion dollar lottery, and you're that one lone guy and you're feeling a little, you know, generous, hey, toss us a few bucks, you know, maybe a million or two. Whatever.
1: No big. Maybe you don't maybe you don't have a mortgage and you live in your parents' basement and all that money you're saving on rent or a mortgage is just burning a hole in your pocket, you might as well put it to good use and support the bullshitter. It our way. Exactly. See? No questions asked. It's simple.
0: Jake, what's uh,
1: new? Not a lot. Not a lot's new. Um we just got back from walking the dog. It is uh frigid.
0: Probably pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would say uh, I don't have numbers right here in my lap or anything, but it's in the twenties. I would guess
0: it's twenty eight currently in Boise. Uh, Let me see. I have numbers for the old CDA. Just give me one moment. Uh, Danny, the intern, is fortunately back and able to provide. Uh, 27 degrees is what it says with a light drizzle, which is surprising. When it's 27 degrees, you generally expect snow. It was trying
1: to snow, but it wasn't really like it was like a it was like a Christmas movie on Hallmark. Yeah. You know, where it like just starts snowing randomly. You know? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, you, Did you know, guys walk all the we, way down to the lake, or uh, not to the lake? We walked around the neighborhood. Uh, but we do. It's that time of year. Uh, we do have the moose perusing our neighborhood again. So the moose, we find a lot of um, proof that they're in the neighborhood, but we've only seen them once. So maybe they're here, or maybe they're not. But are you sure that's should- not just a well-fed homeless man? <laughs> it could be a well-fed large dog, I suppose. <laughs> but uh,
0: are moose carnivores know. or herbivores? They might be omnivores. Time, I don't know. I don't know what the last one is,
1: um, but uh, every time we see them, they're gnawing on like bushes, like trees
0: or I, shrubbery. I, I think moose are herbivores. I don't think omnivore means they eat a little bit of meat and a okay. little bit of veggies. I don't i uh, think our moose
1: We've only ever seen them dawn on shrubbery and stuff, so I Oh I don't no, know. it says
0: they're it says they're herbivores, so they eat some meat. Okay.
1: Alright, so what are they eating? Like squirrels and stuff? We've noticed a drastic downfall in the squirrel population in our neighborhood.
0: Maybe that's what it is. It says, in the summer, moose feed on leaves, grass, and underwater plants. In the winter, they mainly eat twigs and bark from shrubs and young trees. Um,
1: hmm. huh. well, we have th- we have three in the neighborhood. Three moose. Three moose. And three moose, three huh? Meese. Three three meese. three meese. Three blind
0: meese. Yeah. So... The three blind moose. Well, that's, I mean, that's exciting. Hopefully you never actually encounter them because moose are are enormous and can be violent.
1: Yeah. uh, It's funny you say that because we come walking around uh, through the neighborhood last week. We come walking around this corner and I was like, it's really, I was literally saying, it's really weird. We keep seeing piles of shit in the neighborhood, but haven't actually seen a moose yet. And there was a truck parked right along the road right there. And then on the other side of the truck was three moose and we had the dog on the <laughs> leash, but it's one of those extending leashes, you know? So we kind of like reeled her in and just minded our business, wandered by, they kind of, they didn't even stop eating the, tr- the shrub that they were eating on. But I mean, we were probably 25 feet maybe from them. So, I mean,
0: I have to, I have to imagine that the moose in your neighborhood have probably seen enough people that if there was going to be an attack at this point, there would have probably already been one. So hopefully they're, you know, I'm not going to say domesticated by any means, but hopefully they're at least a little less uh, violent towards random humans they encounter.
1: I know you fancy yourself an outdoorsman. Uh, What would you say is the protocol for um, maybe uh, defending oneself against a moose?
0: I, I can honestly say I don't think there is one. i I think with
1: like mountain lions and stuff they're like, oh, get bigger than it, but I'm like, you can't get bigger than a 900 pound moose. Nine, nine the babies are 900 pounds. Well, <laughs> these are babies. that's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. There's two babies and then a mom. We've never seen a male in the neighborhood. they're all females. To the best of our guess, yeah. But even even still, uh, let's,
0: let's. You can't get where...
1: bigger than a moose, though. What am I let's supposed to do? Where... Flap my wings at it? What would What would you do if a moose was coming towards you? What would you do? You can't like run from it. They're gonna stomp your ass out. If there's any If there's any outdoorsmen that know the answer, they can slide into our DMs.
0: If it charges, run. Do not stand your ground. If possible place a tree or any other nearby object between you and the moose as you retreat. So good f and is what that's Yeah, so
1: like. was that official statement from Fish and Game? They were probably just like, well, you're fucked. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was uh, outdoors.org. Oh, so reliable source I would guess. Uh there's also the Alaska Fish and Game. Um it says, fortunately, most moose charges are bluffs, uh, warning you to stay back. But if a moose does charge you. Um, Just literally bend
1: over and kiss your ass goodbye. Pretty much. That's, be-
0: that's basically yeah. what it says.
1: It says, turn around, grab Uh, your
0: ankles, and start crying. Yeah, it says, if it does charge you, don't wait to find out if it's bluffing. Run and get behind something solid, like a tree or a car, or retreat to a safe place, like a building, or inside a car.
1: That's assuming one is faster, or at least as fast as the moose. They have four-wheel drive, man. They got four legs. We got two. Yeah, it's unlikely. I don't know, man. I think, I think if a moose starts running towards you, you just,
0: like I said, just grab your ankles and dig a hole, I guess. Dig six be, feet down. Be submissive. Bend over and present yourself to the moose. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> probably the best. Maybe, maybe you'll get off with just a little bit of moose rape.
1: <laughs> Is there any chance you could juke a moose? Just I mean, with
0: pure I... agility, could you just jab step a moose? I think if a moose is charging you and you, instead of running away, decide to also charge at the moose, there's a chance that you could juke it, like fake right and then go left. Yeah, Yeah. because I've never, I don't know, it's maybe
1: like folklore or something, but I'm not sure that moose have the lateral quickness that they do
0: forward and backward. I can honestly say I've never seen a moose juke anybody. Uh, yeah. so that's actually maybe, oddly enough, how they, how they
1: test, uh, the new, uh, football helmet technology. They line a dude up with a moose and if it, if they charge each other and the helmet withstands that headbutt from the moose, it's sure. now the new helmet in the NFL.
0: Sure. Sure. Sure.
1: Fully uh, here, preventing concussions. A, no one's ever a, been knocked out with the new helmets.
0: <laughs> here's a quick question for you. So yeah. with motorcycle helmets, And Uh I believe the same is true with bicycle helmets, but don't quote me, but I do know for a fact with motorcycle helmets, and a lot of people don't know this, they are single impact devices. If your motorcycle helmet ever takes an impact large enough to, you know, potentially be equivalent to what a, a, a motorcycle crash would be, you should immediately disregard that helmet and go buy a new one because they're meant to take one impact and that's it. So, why are football helmets the same way? Like, why don't football helmets also only take one impact? Shouldn't they also be potentially discarding them after every play?
1: (laughs) Could you imagine? Could you imagine the sheer cost that the NFL would be?
0: Single-use football helmets. That would be, I mean, the cost would be astronomical. But the worst part is, it still wouldn't be a drop in the bucket compared to how much money they actually make. They could easily probably afford to give each football player a helmet for every play.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's wild to me that it seems like maybe because it's focused on more and this isn't our topic for the day. We'll I'll, I'll set us up for that in a sec, but it's crazy to me that every time they come out with a new, like version of the NFL helmet, it seems like there's more concussions or more like this weekend Kendall and I were watching a game and a dude got sheer knocked out. He was unconscious for 15 to 20 seconds and I'm like isn't that what the helmet's supposed to protect you against is your brain shaking within your skull? But it actually seems to like enhance the shaking of your
0: brain in your skull. But see, I, I have never understood that, because I agree with you. That's obviously what, you know, most head injuries and concussions are, is the brain literally within the skull, shaking. Yeah. So, like, how does anything on the outside of your head, you know, prevent that? Even, even motorcycle helmets, you know, even anything. I'm like, how do you prevent, because there's still going to be force applied to the head. Like there's, there's conservation of energy in there somewhere where the head is supposed to go this way. It runs into something. So there's clearly energy. There's motion involved where the head and brain inside the head are heading this way. If the head stops, the brain still goes that way. It's not like the brain stops. I've never understood <laughs> that.
1: You would think they would have like in, in practice, you've seen them. Um, you've seen them wear, wear like those like i don't know a beanie if you part of the uniform like if they just quit wearing helmets like but i don't know do people feel weird out football at that point i don't i don't know i guess
0: like, there's some kind of emotional
1: connection there. with a football helmet
0: there is a league though that plays without helmets, right? Am I wrong?
1: You could be right. I don't know. Maybe Danny should check that. But I'm I'm pretty
0: sure there's a football league out there that plays without helmets and claims that their league has fewer concussions rugby. than the NFL. Well, yeah, rugby I do know plays without leagues or without helmets, but. Uh...
1: I don't know. Um, I don't know man, but it's uh it's wild. Well
0: uh, I but Danny Danny's uh, we digress as sometimes. I oh.
1: <laughs> Yeah, for the huge Pretty pretty typical of that man to, to not provide, you know. What can you but, say? I'm going to go ahead and tee us up with our topic here. Uh, we kicked around, we beat around the bush, if you will. And, and I think uh, now we need to discuss comics and more particularly stand-up comics. Let's just, I'm going to, we're going to play a little game here. It's going to be super easy. The rules are, if you've heard of the name that I list out, Tell me what you know them from. Would it be a movie or a stand-up special or a commercial that's famous somehow? All right. I sure. say a name. You say what they're famous for. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll start with an easy one. We'll start with an easy one. Chris Rock.
0: Sure. Chris Rock, initially famous from SNL, uh, famous for all kinds of things now. Uh, probably yeah. most notably friends with Adam Sandler and in most of his movies, uh, but also yeah. a hell of a stand-up comic. And he can take a slap from the Fresh Prince fairly
1: well. He can take a slap, that's for sure. He's got a tough jaw. Tough yeah. jaw. Yeah. That was, that's uh, fair. Next next name I have
0: before you, Dave Chappelle. Sure. Dave Chappelle most recently hosted Saturday Night Live. Actually, speaking of his hosting of Saturday Night Live, he supposedly, in warm-ups, did one monologue, and then during the actual live show, apparently switched it uh, and did a different monologue. And supposedly, uh, Lauren Michaels was not very happy with him, Um, but I did also see that that episode of SNL drew the highest viewership yet or uh, so far this season. So, you know, oh. maybe it's a good thing. Kind of kind of un- unsurprising, yeah. But yeah, Dave right, Chappelle, also, also initially famous from SNL. Uh, phenomenal comedian. Very funny. Or, uh, no, excuse me. Dave Chappelle was not SNL. I apologize. Dave yeah. Chappelle did the, uh, the Chappelle show and uh, other random stand-up shows around. But no, I apologize. He was not on SNL. Right, right, right. Uh, A couple more for you. Steve Martin. Sure. Steve Martin was SNL. Uh, He was actually in the original cast back in God, what was that? Like 77, I think, or something like that. Yeah, it was like the mid to late 70s. yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, impressive. Impressive. I actually just watched Only Murders in the
0: Building season one and two great show great show we should talk about that at some point but uh it doesn't have to be right this second yeah and then uh the last
1: name i'm gonna drop for you and this is not like these are just random comics that i've been throwing out there we'll discuss
0: more as we dive deeper but how
1: about john mulaney does that name ring a bell for you
0: john mulaney yeah uh very funny stand-up comic uh he was a writer for snl uh he was never an active cast member but he has since been back to host. Um, very funny stand-up comic. Uh, I'm actually going to see him here in Boise this Friday. Uh here we go. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I think most recently in the news, I remember, I believe, he checked himself into rehab. Uh, I do know <laughs> that at one point he was uh, a heavy drinker. And then yeah. uh, after that, I guess he was a quitter. I'm not really sure. Um, and now Tip he's, he's uh, clearly back doing stand up. Uh, I'm excited to see him. I'm excited to see some new material. He is hosting a no cell phone show, one of those shows where you actually have to put your cell phone in a locked container before the show. Uh, wow. So which I, I actually really support that for not just comedy, but for most live performances, because sure. all those people who take photos and videos, I get it. Take a photo, maybe take yeah. a couple. Right. But those people that stand there with their phone up the whole goddamn time, it's like, who is ever going to watch this shitty video of you <laughs> standing at a concert where half the video is mostly people's heads standing in right. front of you. And you're, you know, you're standing 50 to 100 feet back to begin with. Nobody can tell who's standing up there.
1: Right. And can't you just get like your, like a lot of the smaller clubs, you can do a meet and greet at the merch table and you can get like a picture with them after the show. Exactly. So why don't yeah. you just get a, why don't you just get a 4k picture instead of a 480p live video?
0: Yeah. I agree with
1: you.
0: I don't know, I don't know, but uh, but uh, anyway, yeah, excited to see
1: uh, John Mulaney, funny comedian. John Mulaney, here we go. I would say he uh, leans on the side of uh, like more drier comedy. His comedy is a little bit more, yeah, uh, uh, not not necessarily expressionless, but he's he's pretty stoic, maybe if you will he, is the right yeah, word. Yeah,
0: he's uh, he's definitely more of a, a, a observation, like, like observing natural life. Like he tells stories about what has happened in his life and things like that. What, right. you know, what he's experienced. So right. uh, very enjoyable comedian though, for sure. Looking forward to
1: If it. you had, if you had to pick somebody, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you had to pick a comedian right now that you would say you consume more of their, content whatever it may be whether they're hosting snl or they have a new special out or a movie or whatever what comedian are you consuming the most in present time
0: you know honestly i think the comedian that i'm seeing the most uh and it's primarily from instagram but it's his name is mark normand
1: oh yeah mark Uh, normand i love him
0: he's very very funny and i really enjoy him he's he's uh I saw him initially on Netflix's The Stand-Ups. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he did a, a, a spot on that. I think it's like a half-hour spot or something. It's not long. Mm-hmm. And then I've been seeing him a lot on uh, Instagram. And then beyond that, uh, Theo Vaughn is actually I love one of those. Theo is up there for me. He, he, is, he is funny. Um, I see him he a lot. He is off the wall. He's an oh, off-the-wall he's, character. He is. He, Yeah, I agree with you on that. He is definitely a character. Um, he kind of runs in the same circles as like. Uh, oh, Christ. Um, God, the, the king of podcasts, Joe Rogan and. Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe uh, Rogan. Segura? Uh, yeah, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. He kind yeah, of runs yeah. in that same circle of people. Uh, and obviously, mm-hmm. I see a lot of Tom Segura. I see a lot of Burt Kreischer. Um, I've been, I know
1: you've been on his train for a long time, but I'm starting to really, really enjoy Burt Kreischer.
0: Yeah, Burt's pretty fun. He's good. I
1: listen to Two Bears, One Cave every week. Uh, yep. Bert, he still has the Burt cast. Yeah. Uh, he he's coming out with a movie. Burt Kreischer, The Machine no the kidding, movie, an actual movie. movie so it's called the, the machine it's the, like the
0: story that he tells but in movie form that's hilarious i would love to see yeah. that um the show the movie van wilder is mm-hmm. supposedly based on burt kreischer
1: at florida state university yeah, at fsu yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he yeah. like sold his story to he did the movie. Sold <laughs> yeah. his life rights to the movie yeah. production studios, and they made Van Wilder.
1: <laughs> you know what? Okay, so you brought up Tom Segura too. Not to jump off Bert Kreischer too fast, but he and Bert are like best friends. Mm-hmm. The, I don't know if you keep up with Two Bears One K very often. Did you see what Tom Segura gave Bert for his birthday?
0: No, I didn't.
1: He gave him a teacup, like an old-fashioned, vintage teacup, and Bert was like, "Cool, man, thanks." You know, <laughs> like, what the hell is this? Sure. Like, what? What am I and supposed then, to do with this? And then with it came a picture, and it was a picture of Hitler drinking from that very same teacup. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Hitler's teacup. Yeah, and he gave him like a picture, a black and white photo of Hitler drinking from it, and Bert was laughing, like for five minutes straight, just like wheezing, laughing like he does. Yeah, I believe he could not believe it. And they're crazy; they buy gifts for each other that are like fifty grand. Yeah, I don't know if this is an exaggeration, but Tom Segura said he paid fifty grand for that teacup. I could on eBay or something. I could see it, and I was like, "Oh
0: my god."
1: I so mean, two Bert, bears,
0: one cave. Great podcast. It is a funny podcast. Uh, I I know Bert had talked about it in one of his stand-up specials, but he's like, "Yeah, we're hanging out with our friends, the Grusens, the Frompkins, and what the Kreischers. He's like, "With those names, you ought to call us the Nazis." Yeah. <laughs> oh man,
1: it's, uh, it's true. It is, it is true. He, um, he, very German heritage there. Very much so. Very much so. I believe in his movie. You got to watch the trailer. The trailer's out for it. Uh, But I think I'm going to look
0: this up immediately after this show.
1: I think there's some German influences in the trailer. It's pretty good. It looks good. But uh, someone that you turned me on to a couple years ago that I've been listening to a lot on podcasts and we watched his stand-up, his newest stand-up special maybe a month or so ago, Nate Bargatze.
0: Nate Bargatze.
1: I love him, man. And his podcast is great. And I kind of, I did a thing earlier this week on my Instagram where I like rated the top podcasts I listened to and he was on there. And and funny enough, everyone on there with him, he included, they're clean comics. So if you need a change of pace from the raunchy, like, I don't know if you don't like that all the time, I recommend Nate Bargatze's podcast. It's called Nate Land. Uh, He and the three comics that are with him are fantastic. So. They're fun. They're laid back. It's pretty easygoing.
0: Do you know who is potentially supposed to play Bert? Hang on.
1: Wait, Bert's playing himself?
0: Okay, okay. That makes sense. It's called The Machine. The movie is called The Machine. I know. Okay, but if you look up the machine on IMDb, the yeah. first hit is a movie called The Machine. That's the plot says Bert's drunken past catch up, catches up with him twenty years down the road when he and his father are kidnapped by those Bert wronged twenty years ago while drunk on a college semester abroad in Russia. Uh, do you know who's supposed to play? I guess potentially his father. Albert Kreischer? Uh, sh- I do not. It's showing, and I don't know how accurate this is because clearly it's still in like production. Uh, but, yeah. but like you said, Bert is playing himself. Mark Hamill, <laughs> Luke Skywalker, his Skywalker is Bert Kreischer's father, Albert <laughs> Kreischer. <laughs> Wait a minute. Albert Kreischer and Bert yeah. Kreischer? Albert, yeah. It's just wow. you just add Al to Bert's name. Albert <laughs> that's Kreischer. Awesome.
1: Um uh, I is it um who is the woman that's in it? Isn't it uh it Isn't says it uh Stephanie Kurtzuba? Uh that's not who I thought. I thought it was Tom Segura's wife.
0: Oh 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 yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, uh, uh, Christina. Yeah, Christina. That's um, Christina P. Yeah, she's got like a Polish
1: or German last name though, a Russian last name, Ukrainian something. Uh, Christina Pazinski. Pazinski. There we go. Yep. I just started listening to Tom Segura's podcast with his wife. Mm-hmm. They together are raunchy and hilarious
0: they are pretty funny together yeah i agree with that
1: it was it dove right into an
0: uncomfortable topic right
1: off the bat today and i was like okay this is pretty this is pretty funny
0: have you seen the video uh, and it wasn't you who showed me to who showed it to me but i may have shown it to you since then there's a video where they talk about on tom and christina's podcast Uh uh-huh the lady that goes into the wilderness with the wolves. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Have she's, like, that? letting them lick inside of her mouth Oh, my stuff? God. Yeah, literally lick, like, wolves. up to her freaking like, brain. Like, they stick the tongue in the mouth, and I'm pretty sure it goes up. And these are not domesticated wolves. These are wild fucking wolves. She's just, like, out in the woods, just, like, she's just like ah, chatting ah, it up ah, with ah, wolves, ah,
1: making out with wolves. I'm like, she oh, was, my
0: God. She was full on. And, and, like, not only was she, like, making out with them, but she was like, when you meet wolves, you should, you know, open your mouth fully and allow them to let, like, who, who's just out there meeting wolves? Like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: Nobody just maybe the same wolves. Maybe the same people that we alluded to earlier that are trying to big dick a moose. Just trying to get them out of the way, you know? Maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe who's, they're also who's, who's, out there. Trying who's to peacock and a moose? Yeah, yeah. Who's know. peacock same, and a moose, or the or a same wolf? person who's out there letting a wolf literally stick their full tongue in their mouth? If you <laughs> if true. you haven't seen that video, I would highly recommend looking it up. Probably don't do it at work. I would probably recommend doing it at <laughs> home. Make uh, sure
1: you're on like a like a <laughs> incognito window or something if you're looking that
0: up, because something. this wolf full-on sticks its entire tongue in this lady's mouth. Like, it is definitely, probably in most circles, would be considered bestiality, if I'm being honest. Not safe for work, NSFW. Nope,
1: NSFW, for sure. All right, since one more thing on Bert, and then we can change comedians that we're discussing, but one thing that I've heard recently uh, through the, the rumor mill that is Twitter, how do you feel about a comedian that laughs hysterically at his own jokes? Bert you know does
0: what? that a lot. Honestly, uh, I really so Kevin Hart actually does that a lot. Another very yes, popular, very famous comedian. Yes. Um, I saw Kevin live uh, here in. He was at the Ford Idaho Center. Uh, mm-hmm. It's technically in Nampa, but could be considered Boise. Yeah. Um, and I. I found him to be very, very funny. He told one specific joke that he then carried on to his next stand-up special, which makes sense. Usually they go on tour, they do the whole tour, and then they make the special, right? Yep. And at the time, I was dying laughing. It was one of the funniest right. things I've ever seen. Um, and he, all he was doing was talking about a concealed weapon in his house. Uh, basically like if my house got broken into, like I have a gun hidden here, gun hidden here, whatever. Uh, and at the time it was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. And he, and that, that's what made it funny was he would tell the joke and he'd be like, you know, pocket gun or whatever it was. I can't remember what his (laughs) his bit was, but he would tell the joke and then he would laugh Mm -hmm. and he would, he would laugh like quite a bit. And it was it it, to me at the time added to the humor because I felt like it was him actually making himself laugh. Like there's nothing funnier than when you actually, you know, really say something that's funny to an audience, but also funny to yourself. Yeah, that's great to me. Like when comics break, you know, like Jimmy Fallon is the best slash worst at this because he will break constantly when he shouldn't be but it's still funny however I then watched the stand up special and realized that Kevin Hart breaks the same time every single time he tells that joke Yeah, so he's not actually making himself laugh which to me makes it not very funny it makes it rehearsed it makes it practiced and it makes it worse that's what I was just going to bring up exactly If you're laughing,
1: if you're on tour and they're laughing at the same point of the joke every single time, it's no longer funny to me. But if I'm sitting in my basement watching it on Netflix and it's the first time I've seen it and probably the last time I've seen it, it'll get me to laugh. Think about when you're just sitting around like a campfire with your friends or or you're sitting in a restaurant with your friends and you're just shooting the shit back and forth like we are. If one of your friends is hysterically laughing Nine times out of ten, there's a chance that you're going to be laughing, even yep. if you don't know what the context of the laugh is. For sure. It's, a, it's definitely a tool that comedians use. But if you're good at it, that's exactly what you want out of your audience is for them yep. to be laughing and enjoying themselves. Yep. So on one hand, I appreciate that they laugh at their own jokes. Like, I remember when I, I was probably like early high school and I saw Dane Cook live, like in his heyday. Yeah. Yeah, and he laughed at his own jokes, and when you're there live, like it's great. He's got it's the whole stadium. Yep. He's got the full stadium laughing at the same exact time. It's it's awesome. It's great. But if you watched that special, like you said, I think it was like his vicious circle tour or something, and then you go home and watch it on TV, and he's laughing at the same point. It's not quite as funny on TV, but yep. in the moment when you're fully immersed in it. I mean, you can't help but laugh when there's 10 or 15,000 other people laughing at the same time. For sure. So I don't. Yeah. I like it. I like when comedians laugh at their own jokes
0: overall. Yeah. in, In general, I like when a comedian, regardless of if it's rehearsed or whatever, if a comedian can go up on stage and feel like they're producing an organic response to something that, you know, even if they're saying it, it still can be kind of fun and engaging for the audience, but right. you know, there there's certainly a limit, but right. uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, I like it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So let me ask you this, shifting gears a little bit, back in the day, comics would tour until they got on like a sitcom, and then the sitcom was like, they made it. And then there's a lot of comics that never got off the sitcom circuit and they just stayed on TV. Do you have a favorite comedic actor or actress that you, like, gravitate to their movies or TV shows more so than their
0: stand-up comedy? You know, when I was a kid, um, I watched a lot of Tim Allen stuff. I was thinking the same name. Yep. Yeah. I watched a lot of Tim Allen stuff. Uh, Obviously, the Santa Claus when I was a kid, that was huge. Um, I watched, I I have, I own on DVD, all of Home Improvement. Um, One of my favorites. He was just, he was very, very funny. I have since seen his previous stand-up before he got on, you know, the, the comedy, you know, movie TV show circuit. And I think he was funny. He was definitely funny, but I don't think he was that great. And, and honestly, uh, I think it's a talent more so that he can, you know, kind of chameleon into like an actor rather than being just a stand-up comic. And I really enjoy him as an actor, even still to this day. Last Man Standing. Very, very funny. Honestly, mm-hmm. just a, a cop out on Home Improvement. Same, it's just a show. new version. Yeah. Three three daughters instead of three sons. Who works at an outdoors place instead of hosting a you know DIY TV show. Right, same goddamn TV show. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> exactly right. the same as Home Improvement, but still funny. Still yeah. great. Very yeah. enjoyable. Um. So I don't know. I think uh, Tim Allen might might have been a good stand-up comic. I think he might still be a good stand-up comic, but mm-hmm. I definitely enjoy his uh, production stuff, his acting stuff, probably more than I think I would enjoy his stand-up.
1: Tim Allen is definitely the same for me, uh, for the same reasons, pretty much. Um, he just rolled through Spokane with stand-up comedy, and I don't I don't know anyone that went or
0: I anything honestly didn't like that, even but... know he was still touring.
1: He's like 70-something years old. And I'm like, what? Nope. I just looked it up the other day because I was like, how old is Tim Allen? He's been around forever. Sure as shit. I mean, shit, Christ, he's there's, like there's, pictures,
0: there's pictures of him, like his mugshot. <laughs> yeah. Back when he was in jail from doing coke. Yeah, and now who uh, in Hollywood doesn't do coke? True. Uh, it says he's 69. He was born in 53. Okay. So he's actually just... Uh, a little over two years older than my dad. And I think you're the same age as my dad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Dang. Yeah. But 70, I'm like, dang, he does not look that old, but
0: no, no, for sure. And, and he, he, Tim Allen to Christmas to me, I still every single year, much like Christmas vacation with uh, Chevy chase. I still watch the Santa Claus every year. I don't necessarily watch the Santa Claus two and three. I still enjoy yeah. those, but not nearly as much as uh, the first one. I don't know if you have
1: Disney Plus or not. I do. But I believe next week, the Santa Clauses TV show comes out on Disney Plus. I haven't even it. It's heard Tim of Allen. It's Tim Allen. And he's retired as Santa. So they find a new Santa. What? But the new Santa is like a bad guy. So Tim Allen has to come out of retirement to be Santa again. I don't know. It'll be interesting.
0: That's funny. It's a does, show, though. It's a weekly does show. David Crumholtz reprise his role as Bernard the Elf? He is
1: Bernard the Elf, and he's what? like
0: this freaking really? big. His
1: head wouldn't fit on our screen right now.
0: Are you kidding you got- me?
1: On Disney Plus, it's there's a preview on there because we've watched it. We watched it before. Uh, what did we just watch on Disney Plus?
0: The Santa Claus. Eric Lloyd, his kid.
1: And David yeah. I told you, they're both in everyone's back. I think Cal the wife is, is still his, in it. Yeah. Elizabeth his Mitchell, wife. his wife. Yeah. Mrs. Claus. Is actually, I believe Judge Reinhold is in it. Oh, my God. This is crazy. And it's, And it comes out like next week. I, I'm looking forward the, to that just for sh- simply childhood nostalgia. The, the Santa Claus that, is
0: one of my favorite Christmas movies. The fact that I have not yet heard about this is a failing on Disney's part as a whole. Well, I'll be a, honest.
1: Or is it because I knew about it and I relayed the True. message
0: to you. So Disney True. didn't even have to get to you for you to consume their product. That's fair, because I'm definitely going to watch this show. <laughs> I'm no definitely question. watching it, too. Yeah, Stay absolutely. tuned for a future
1: episode of our review on the Santa Claus. Our, our review
0: of the Santa Clauses. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> okay, a couple more questions for you. Let's flip it on its ear now. Instead right, of a stand-up comic that's better in TV, how about a stand-up comic that makes movies or TV, but you prefer their stand-up to their... Big screen product.
0: Hmm. See, that's tough. Um, I think
1: I'm going to throw a controversial one out while you're thinking. Go for it. Go for it. I am not a fan. I don't know if this counts as stand up either. I love Kate McKinnon on SNL. I do not like
0: any movie she's been in. She,
1: Kate,
0: Kate, Kate never was, liked the uh, Kate McKinnon movie. Kate was like SNL's resident chameleon, is what they called her, for many, many years. She yeah. any role that they had that they were like, ah, who's gonna play so and so pretty much always went to Kate McKinnon because <laughs> she was great. She was a phenomenal improviser, she could do impressions, mm-hmm. she was very funny. Um, but you know what? Honestly, I would probably agree with you. Uh, I, I've seen like the, the all female remake of Ghostbusters. I actually really enjoyed that. I thought it was, I enjoyed it. I don't
1: know. I don't
0: know. I I thought it was funny. I enjoyed it. Um, but I also have, you know, there's sentimental things attached to, to certain movies for me. I watched that with my family, you know? Right. So like right. maybe maybe it's different. Who knows? But uh, one thing I did love about that movie, and you have to admit, Chris Hemsworth was phenomenal.
1: He was garbage being dumb. He was yeah, just so
0: dumb. That's what made him great. He was so dumb. He oh was my so god. So dumb. And he played the dumb guy so because that's the, that,
1: that, the was buff the dumb guy. that was the joke yeah. though.
0: That was the joke though. In all the old 80s movies they had the hot gal that you know was like dumb. She didn't she didn't add anything to the movie. She was just hot. Right. So in right. the all female remake they had a <laughs> hot guy who was just dumb as a fucking stump. <laughs> That's true. That's great.
1: That's true. I'll give you that. I'll it give you great. that. I don't know if SNL counts as stand up, but I think uh, she like you said, She is yeah. better in an informational role. Proved is yeah. Right, Im- improvis- Impro- Im- improvisation. Improvis- improvisational. Okay, there we go. Improvisational role than she is in a scripted, like, uh, yeah. Say I'd this probably,
0: ten times. I'd probably say that's true. She was, she was really, really good at uh, everything she did on SNL. It was really funny, and then I really don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen much from her since SNL, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know, but that's a great
1: transition.
0: She maybe should have been uh, like Keenan. Just stayed on SNL forever, forever
1: Forever until they boot him off. He's (laughs) got to be the longest tenured SNL
0: cast member ever. Yeah, Keenan. He's he's been been on on
1: for like twenty years.
0: It's it's been a while at this point because I was watching (laughs) Keenan when I was young. I mean, like like we're talking young. Like I watched. was he on SNL when he did Keenan and Kel? I don't think so. Or like think shortly be, think shortly after? Because I watched Keenan and Kel.
1: When I liked Keenan like and Kel. real
0: young. Oh, uh, yeah. How how old were you when Keenan and Kel came out? Yeah, 96. It ran for four seasons. So poor. it ran from 96 yeah. to 2000. Yeah, I was so. going to say, I was, probably, I was probably eight watching it in reruns. Yep, I was young watching Keenan and Kel, and Good Burger.
1: Uh, Good Burger
0: Good, was the shit. Welcome to Good Burger. Welcome to, to, Good, to Burger. Good Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take your order? <laughs> yeah, Good Burger oh, was 1997. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. right when Keenan and Kel came out. But no, Keenan yeah. has been on SNL. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Since Let's see Danny. probably 2005, 2007. Uh, he's he's – 44, uh, and he has been on since. He's been on for 20 seasons. Yeah, that's insane. 2002. Yeah, 2000. I think 2003 was his first season. Wow, that's I dang. Mean, that's,
1: so he, he's yeah, been. That's- He's had the opportunity to work with some great cast members and some shitty cast
0: members in that yeah, window you know, of time. I'll be honest. When I first started watching SNL, from what I can remember, I was probably, I don't know, maybe like nine or ten, right? Uh, I got really spoiled with, with the cast members that were on because I was watching, you know, like Jason Sudeikis and Kristen Wiig and you know Andy Samberg and Thompson and Andy Samberg and and uh you know God, Kate McKinnon it, yeah well yeah Kristen Wiig yeah Kristen Wiig was there and there there was just some really top-notch SNL cast and it has not it, it's been a little bit tough um since then I do miss Leslie Jones I Leslie you know Jones she was funny she was honestly never great at doing SNL. Come yeah. at me if you want. She wasn't great. But she was always funny in every goddamn skit she did. She was never good at playing the character she was supposed to play. <laughs> but she yeah. was always funny.
1: That's true. That's true. She was great. What's what's the name of the lady? Uh, she was in Bridesmaids, but... She's like one of the, uh, uh, oh,
0: you're not talking about Maya. Maya Rudolph, are you?
1: Yeah, she was not Maya. good. I did not like Maya Rudolph. Really? You never
0: liked Maya on, uh, no.
1: Didn't she do Weekend Update for a while? Uh, didn't you know, she with know. Amy she Poehler?
0: Yeah, I, think I thought when Amy have. Poehler was on it, I think. Maya yeah, Rudolph. Did Amy, and... Yeah, Amy was on back then as well in the 2000s. It was
1: Amy. It was Amy Poehler and Seth Myers.
0: Yeah, on weekend. Seth, you're right. It was. It was Seth and Amy. Yep. Yeah. And I really. Uh, Seth. Seth did Weekend Update on his own for a while. Um, yeah. And then got replaced by Colin Jost and Michael Che. Yeah. Um, Michael Che's funny. Che. I personally, I I love Colin and Michael, both of them. Uh, they I play like off each Joseph. other real well. They do. They're, they do. They're the head writers, by the way.
1: Oh Paul yeah, and, I did Paul hear about Michael that.
0: Are the head writers of SNL, as well as doing Weekend Update, and they, the the funniest thing they do, which I know everybody's seen it, and everybody's going to agree with this, but is that joke swap that they do usually at like the end of the season or whatever it is?
1: Oh, and I uh-huh. I have been
0: watching a lot of those clips on. You know, they just randomly pop up on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And Che is so much better at writing jokes for Colin than the other way around. Because every (laughs) single Che joke is all just about, you know, like racism. Oh, it's always racism. It's always racist. Like, uh, it was National Rosa Parks Day, or as we and my family call it, (laughs) uppity bus passenger day or whatever it is. And it's... It's just Jay always pulls out that racism card. It's oh, yeah. phenomenal cuz you can you can visibly see even when it's a joke, Colin is still uncomfortable saying everything. <laughs> it great. It's true.
1: It's true. Okay. Two last questions I have for you. We I mean we can dive a little bit deeper if you want, but in in regards to SNL Who is your favorite cast member ever on SNL? And who is your favorite
0: host of SNL? So I think my favorite cast member would probably be... I'm going to say Jason Sudeikis. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Jason Sudeikis. He uh, He was phenomenal. He's still one of my favorite actors. He's just always funny. Uh, and I've seen him on a few of those like celebrity game shows. And he seems like not only yeah. an actually like, you know, just decent human being, but he's also pretty damn smart too. Yeah. Uh, so I like him. He was. I could fit. agree with that. Almost, almost every single sketch I ever saw him in, he was funny. Uh, favorite host. My favorite host. Be the because sometimes they have the host
1: be the musical act as well. It could be the host yeah. slash musical act. It could be
0: Hosting just someone else
1: straight up hosted.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I honestly don't know that I can say. I, obviously, Steve Martin is up there. Steve Martin's up there just simply because not only was he original cast, but he's also tied for you know having hosted the most number of times with. I think Alec Baldwin or somebody. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. But, uh, Steve, Steve's pretty funny. Um, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen Steve Martin not be funny. Like, especially, I mean, only murders in the building that he is, he is pretty funny in that. Uh, I just recently started rewatching 30 rock, uh, and he makes a guest appearance on there for, like, an episode or two. He was funny in yeah. that. Uh, just yeah. overall, Steve Martin is great. So that's what I'll go with. I'll go with Steve Martin as my favorite host. But I, I don't know if that's actually true, but that's the, the best one I can think of right now.
1: Sure. Sure. I'm going to go with a pretty cliche cast member. I love the Chris Farley yeah. skits. Chris Farley was yeah. hilarious. And Chris the way Farley that he, great. like... I, I for sure assume that he improvised, like, everything. Because everything that happened, the cast members in the skit were laughing, too. Yeah. Like, the, like David Spade was notorious for laughing at whatever yeah. Chris Farley did. For sure. I mean, like, like if, if you could get the cast members while they're playing a part to laugh at whatever you're doing, you know that wasn't in the skit because they rehearse it. So, um, I love Chris Farley's skits. I love Will Ferrell's skits. Will Ferrell, back in the day, was hilarious. Uh, Bill and Hader underrated. Was I was just going to say, an yeah.
0: underrated guy, Bill Hader, for sure. But I was going to say, Bill Hader was actually behind Jason Sudeikis, probably as my number two for cast yeah. member. He Bill was always, always fun, And then, his, his Stefan character... Uh, <laughs> on Weekend Update with Seth Myers was just great. I mean, <laughs> didn't matter what it was. They were always laughing. Always. He laughing. always did that face. Yeah.
1: Um, and then host for me, I teed up the musical guest slash host because both of my favorite hosts that I've quoted the most. Drake. Believe it or not, Drake. I yeah! love when Drake hosted. I love when Drake hosted and then I would say my favorite of all time though is Justin Timberlake. And he's hosted JT, like 5 or 6 yes. times.
0: JT He's good phenomenal. in the skits. Uh JT his Burgerville one probably, where he's in the like yeah.
1: Hamburger promotion oh. and he's got the boombox on his shoulder and he's like the mustard or whatever. Come on down to Burgerville. Bring vale. it out down to Burgerville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's perfect.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I think JT is probably one of the few modern day actors that's like what they would call like an old fashioned like triple threat, right? Triple
1: threat. He could, yeah. he could,
0: he could sing. He can act. He's funny as hell. Uh, I think he can dance. I don't know. I've I've certainly yeah, seen he him. Can play- He's played some serious roles as well in movies. He has. Uh, I was actually not to not to shit on JT at all, because I never would. Um, Yeah, you would. I I didn't if given the opportunity. uh, I didn't think his. uh, Super Bowl performance was all it could have been. Uh, And I just I just don't know that he is a Super Bowl caliber singer right? He's certainly a Super Bowl caliber performer in general. His Mm -hmm. comedy, his acting, you know, his singing, all of that together, sure. But just solely focusing on his singing, I was a little bit disappointed in that. Uh, But overall, he is just one of the funniest. He and Fallon together uh, are great. True. He and uh, uh, God, you mentioned him earlier. Um, Andy Samberg, he and Andy Samberg together are phenomenal. You know, it's all—it's always great when you see a JT Timberlake Drake County. on Drake on
1: Black Jeopardy. Black is Jeopardy is one yes. of is one Come of the on, most... fam. He won the Art Rush Trophy like four seasons in a row. <laughs> Come on, fam. Yeah, he oh, one of the most Jeopardy. quotable hosts in Tom recent. Tom Hanks memory. was
0: Tom Hanks was actually pretty funny on uh, his not only his Black Jeopardy, but his whole uh, What's you it? know hosting. Is it David Halloween or whatever is yeah, the character David he Pumpkins. plays? David Pumpkins. David Pumpkins. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, David that's pretty S. funny.
1: Pumpkins. David S. Pumpkins. I, there we go. You know
0: what? Honestly, I can remember watching David Pumpkins live for the first time. And we were both because I think I watched it with my in fact I'm hundred percent positive. I watched it with my dad. And at the time mm-hmm. we were both just like, what the fuck is happening? Like I don't I don't get this skit. Like I You weren't amazed. tripping on acid
1: or anything for it?
0: I am amazed that David S. Pumpkins has become as big a skit as it has because it's like it's like the Halloween you know thing now and hell they even made a, a animated short movie about it that's true they monetized so, it that's that's true but yeah that was that now rewatching it is probably funnier than even seeing it initially. Now,
1: is there a comedian that you've been recently introduced to that you just can't get enough of? Comedian that I've been
0: recently introduced to? Hmm. You know, I already mentioned it, but Mark Norman, uh, he's probably the first one that would come yeah. to mind. He's, he's a relatively recent comedian.
1: He's got um, a, a podcast as well with a uh, fellow comedian Sam Moret- Moral, I think yeah. is how you pronounce it. We might be drunk. It's funny.
0: Yeah. Um, so check that I think, out. I think there's there's one more. Oh, God, I can't remember. Is uh, Dusty Slay? He was on his stand. I the love Dusty Slay. Dusty Slay.
1: Uh, he is a co-host was, of the Nate Bargatze podcast.
0: Yes, you're right. Yep. Yep. And he is phenomenal. Yep. I found a picture. It looks like he was in I think he was in season one of the stand-ups, but I'm not positive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but when I saw his stand-up routine, I, I really enjoyed that. He was uh, and and he has like a I don't know if it's a tick or what, but he goes, we're having a good time. Having a good time. Yeah, we're having a good time. I think
1: he does that. I think he does that to like fill his time if someone's not laughing or something.
0: Yeah, sure. It's definitely. But uh, the way he does it. Yeah, we're having a good time. Yeah, we're having a good time. Having a good time. Having a good time. (laughs) Yeah. And he does this little like flat-handed wave. We're having a good time. Having a good time. time. We're having a good time. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I don't know what it is about that guy, but Dusty Slay, he's he's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, beyond that, I don't know uh, if there's anybody else really too new that I've seen. I
1: don't know if you would know who Andrew Schultz is. Yeah, I, I'm Maybe. definitely
0: familiar with Andrew, Andrew Schultz.
1: Schultz. Andrew Schultz is decent. He's got a co-host on his podcast named Akash Singh. He's like a – he's an Indian from India guy. But he's very – I mean, he speaks English and everything. If you watch his bits on, like, Instagram and stuff like that, he does the most, like, holy shit crowd work you've ever seen. He'll just call people out and, like, he's very – Well, their podcast is called Flagrant. I will say he is very flagrant. He's very, like, intentional with his – racism and oh for sure just so bad language and
0: stuff but he's very funny i've i've been seeing a lot of andrew schultz on my uh instagram feed on the the reels or whatever i've been seeing a lot of andrew schultz and i didn't i i apologize because i didn't know his name and i've been seeing a lot of akash Singh as well and I didn't know his name either to be 100% honest but I recently yeah. saw on reddit it was this video of Akash Singh um essentially roasting a uh, an audience member yeah. who was sitting there not laughing at his jokes and a lot of the comments in the reddit thread were like man this is just this is just mean this is just somebody picking on somebody in the audience I watched the entire five minute video of him roasting this guy and it was fucking hilarious. It was it was he's good at it too. He it goes It was phenomenal. Hard. I could not I could not believe it. I was like it was literally five minutes of just improvising, you know, like attacks Cup. on this guy. And it was hilarious. <laughs> the whole time, everybody was like, man, that was uncalled for. That was... I was like, you go to a comedy show and you sit in the front row. Like, you have to expect that there's potential that at some point you might become part of the show if you're sitting in the front row.
1: That's true. That's true. But, yeah, I would say he's probably my yeah, – I, I don't even know if he's young, but new comic yeah, that I've recently saw, been introduced I show to. Show I, I like 39... him
0: a yeah, and Sing is thirty eight. So they're I've both, seen they're Andrew both Schultz and,
1: and this probably this shows my age a little bit. Uh when I was in like high school, maybe college, there was shows on MTV called Bro- uh Guy Code and Girl Code. I remember Guy and Code. Andrew Schultz was Andrew Schultz was one of the like commenting comics on that show. They would show some like viral video and then these comics that no one ever heard of would make comments on them and he was one of them. So yeah. I've I've seen Andrew Schultz for a while,
0: but just recently I think his stand up took off. So, yeah, I've I've definitely been seeing. There was one in fact of him where he was talking about feminists on his stand up. I don't know if you've seen it, but it is hilarious. I'll send it to you if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, okay. And it was it was great. But no, I agree. Uh, Andrew Schultz very funny. Um, mm-hmm. He, you know, I think he's still got some room to grow. Uh, Same thing. A a lot of these kind of, I don't know if I want to call them young comedians because most of them are almost 40. But a lot of these kind of newer comedians still have room to grow. But there's definitely some some good raw talent there that's pretty funny.
1: Yeah,
0: for sure. So I thought
1: we could end this the same way we kind of brought it into the topic. So I set up some names names you told me kind of how you knew them if you like them or whatever very simply we're going to just change the rule kind of a little bit here i say a name you say i like them or i've heard of them or i say a name and you say i don't know them i'm not familiar
0: piece of cake right
1: okay uh let's go with i got a list pulled up right here i'm looking at We've got, um, tch, 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 tch. <laughs> Lewis Black? Who?
0: Lewis Black. Oh, yeah. Ob- yes, I, I like Lewis Black. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, how about we go with uh, Patton Oswalt?
0: Yes, definitely. Patton's very funny. Okay. Uh, Bob Newhart. Oh, yes, yes. Bob Newhart <laughs> was one of my absolute favorite comedians uh, when I was a kid. Grown up, I, I never actually watched either Newhart or the Bob Newhart show, uh, yeah. but I have one of Bob Newhart's comedy albums that he produced. Oh, nice. And uh, he, he was the probably the OG at Deadpan Comedy, in my opinion. Yes, um, yes. Ph- phenomenal comedian. Very, very funny. About Patrice O'Neill? Yes, Patrice was great. Patrice, yes. you know what? I don't know. I, I watched a little bit of Patrice's standup, um, but I've seen him act in a lot more things, and I really enjoyed him. Like uh, one of one of my absolute all-time favorite Patrice O'Neill lines. He was on Arrested Development as a, oh. a former convicted arsonist who was in jail <laughs> with Jeffrey Tambor. Um, he yeah. played George Bluth. Yep, And he gets out of jail and he goes to work at the frozen banana stand. And, and at one point, something in the show burns down. And uh, Michael Bluth uh, yeah. asks him point blank. He goes, hey, did you burn down the banana stand? And Patrice O'Neill, without blinking an eye, goes, oh, most definitely. And he just, <laughs> yeah, I definitely burned that down. And it is one oh of the funniest lines in the whole show because you expect him to deny it. You expect him to be like, "No, I didn't." And he goes, "Oh, most definitely. Like, yeah, I yeah. definitely <laughs> did that."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally.
0: I love, I love Patrice.
1: Um, how about we got Dave Attell?
0: Hey, I, you know what? I can honestly say I know the name, but I don't. I couldn't place a, a face to it or or a bit. I believe
1: the stand-up special i don't have it in front of me i believe it's called insomniac by david till i think you would like it it's older it's from like the mid 2000s oh, okay. I'm, look, I'm
0: looking him up i recognize the face but uh i don't know that i've seen him in too much i believe
1: insomniac is one of the better ones that he's done but it's good he's really
0: good in there, that there's definitely a picture of him sitting with uh Uh, Oh, Christ, he just recently died. Um, One of the funniest Weekend Update hosts there ever was. Uh, And uh, SNL cast members. God, I can't believe I'm blanking on Yeah, Norm McDonald. Thank you. There's a picture of Dave Attell sitting with Norm MacDonald on some kind of, it looks like a podcast or something, but I'll I'll have to look up Dave.
1: If you want to see some more recent Dave Vettel, he was just on Mark Norman's podcast. We might oh, be really? drunk uh, for Mark Norman's bachelor party. They did a bachelor party podcast. It's freaking hilarious. That's If you like Mark Norman, Dave Vettel, all of those guys. Uh, Sam Morrill is the other co-host. Who else is? There's like seven of them. There's like seven guys in this podcast. It's a bachelor party. So pretty funny, but. Um, I think that's the last one I had for you. Obviously, you know Louis C.K. Sure, Louis. Do you do you know Do you know Joe List?
0: Joe List. I think his specials are like. Ring a bell.
1: So he works very closely with Louis because they just did a movie together called Fourth of July. It only came out on Louis's website. But Joe List is the main guy in that.
0: So I but he's got a stand-up special. special? He was in the stand-ups. Um, oh, was he? So that that's okay. where I've seen him from, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah,
1: Joe List, okay. His stand-up special, the most recent one, is available on YouTube, and it's awesome. It's, it's really good, too. So there you go. Is we that, just shared ate, an hour I and eight myself? minutes. That's the one. It's got like four million views or something. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's funny. I wanted to watch that Fourth of July movie because I listened to a bunch of podcasts that Louis C.K. were like promoting the movie on. But you have to buy it off Louisck.com. So maybe you and I could go halvesies on Fourth of July. Well, that's the name of the movie, but we could go halvesies on it, and then like. I could use your login, and then you can use my login, or whatever. However, that works. However, we hack into Louis CK bottom line. However, we just ram the numbers. Just hey, run hey, them off Louis, the sheet,
0: Louis. If you're listening, really right cook now, his books here. Would you mind sending us a copy? and then we can talk about it just, on the show more later on so we don't have to buy unlock it. Unlock access. For,
1: yeah, it's like $20. bucks. who has got 20 bucks in a recession like what's going on right I, now?
0: I do not have $20 right now. Let me tell you, Louie. It uh, all goes remember to those people, food and gas.
1: True. And remember those people that we pled in the very beginning of the episode to donate to us because they had a hole burning in their pocket? We are not in that group. We are not in that um no that that zone so if you still feel obligated you could donate to us and then we could buy louis ck's movie fourth of july off his website and then we will give it a fair and honest review here on our podcast maybe even get joe list or someone to call in.
0: that would be kind of fun that would be pretty fun that would be pretty fun, Uh Maybe Louis, you, maybe Louis you himself fall into the category of somebody that might have extra money and that could also donate to us, beyond just giving us access to Fourth of July. So I'm just saying, instead of giving us, instead of giving us twenty bucks a month,
1: Louis, just give us unlimited access to your movie,
0: or potentially, That's I just think... like fund us, and we will advertise whatever it is you're doing. Uh, you know, we'll be part of the, the Louis World. C.K. podcast family will be will be. Yeah, it'll be Dan, Jake and Louis. Easy. Exactly. Fully funded by Mr. C.K. himself. Ninety nine percent funded. We still between the two of us, we each own half a percent. <laughs> that seems fair. I yeah. like I like negotiating we'll, deals we'll give, with you. We'll gi- yeah, we'll give ninety nine percent to Louie. I mean that's fine. Like obviously that's fair. But that's I mean nice. we should each get that's fair enough. Like at least like I mean, obviously I'd get 0. 0.51, and you'd get like point four nine. I mean no big deal. Like but You have controlling interest of our one percent? Yeah, of our one percent I have the controlling share. But that one percent <laughs> doesn't mean much. <laughs>
1: yeah, but I mean you are the numbers guy, so it's only fair. There it's only go, fair. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Any last oh. words for our for our audience this week? Any uh, Is there a name maybe you want to drop that maybe we didn't bring up today? Anything like that?
0: Uh, you know what? I can honestly say we've talked about most of the probably comedians. Um, Brian Regan was one that I kind of wanted to mention just a little bit. Uh simply because he was, I believe, the first stand-up show I ever went to live. Um, and he was one of my first uh I I have one of his albums uh downloaded onto my phone. I have the actual C D that I ripped onto iTunes. And I can remember as a kid just laying in bed, listening to that before, you know, falling asleep. And there were times where I was just yeah. crying laughing. Because it was so funny, and and I do I do love uh, especially about like you know uh, Brian Regan or uh, God who's the other one? Um, You're
1: a Jim Gaffigan
0: other... guy. Gaffigan, thank you. That was exactly who I was looking for. Brian okay. Regan and Jim Gaffigan is that the fact that they are relatively you know clean and family friendly, usually, And you know, I enjoy that, you know, I enjoy, I enjoy some of the racier bits, whether it's, you know, profanity or racism or sexism, or, you know, whatever it is, you can you can make a lot of those pretty damn funny. Uh, Daniel Tosh is a prime example of that. He has told some sure. of the worst jokes I've ever heard in my life. And <laughs> I'm just absolutely dying laughing. Ah, uh, the only the only other person probably worse than uh, than than Tosh as far as his oh gosh, and I'm gonna blank on his name right now. Uh, Bill Burr. No, 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 not even. Uh, I love Bill Burr though. Bill, yeah, Bill Burr is pretty funny. Um, uh, Bo Burnham. No God, I'm. I'm blanking on his name right now. I, I saw what's even worse is I saw him live down in LA at one point. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll maybe remember it for next time, but uh, no, there's, there's definitely some, uh, some good comedians out there that I'd highly recommend listening to, but you know, you just got to accept that most comedians like Joey Diaz, for example, Joey Diaz, very, very funny comedian. You just got to accept that, you know, there's a little bit of swearing. There's a little bit of, you know, potential raunchiness that goes into it. Uh, I mean, same thing with, you know, I've seen Joe Rogan live. uh, And and Joe Rogan, very funny comedian. But, uh, you know, you just got to you got to accept sometimes that there's some things out there that aren't acceptable for all audiences.
1: True. True. Very fair. Uh, It would it would be. It would be wrong of us to not uh, send our condolences to the family of Gallagher, stand-up comedian Gallagher just passed
0: away. Yep, Gallagher just passed passed away in the last week, seventy-three or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, seventy-six. It says seventy-six. There you go, Gallagher. I smashed. I never understood.
1: Never understood his comedy, but nevertheless, a great individual. Gone too
0: soon. Gone too soon, or maybe just soon enough. Maybe it was exactly right. Exactly. Anyway. the Correct time frame.
1: Anyway. That is Aloha Dan. Until we figure out a name for me, I'm just Jake. And this has been Anthony another episode. Jesselnick.
0: His name was Anthony Jesselneck.
1: <laughs> this has been another episode <laughs> of The Bullshitter. <laughs> Until next time.